What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Where Did All My Friends Go? Podcast about life in the music industry. I'm your host, Patrick Tarnowski. With me, as always, is my co-host, Matt Reed. And today, we've got we've got something special. We've got Becca from Hope for the Day on the show. Becca, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm happy to be here. I'm I'm happy to have you. <laughs> me too. Like, uh, it, it's it's fun. Like, I hope for the day is just especially for concerts and things like that. They're everywhere. Yeah. You know, they're it's it's a staple. And it's been a staple, and it's awesome to have you uh, be a guest on the show. Thank you very much. We love being in the music industry. Um, it's where we got our start being out on Warp Tour. So we definitely try to keep our roots in the music industry. It's a natural connection point for people. So we love being out in those spaces. Warp Tour was a, just a magical time. The best time. I the missed best. it. <laughs> I do too. You you ever you think they'll ever get it back going? I don't know. I hope so. There was rumors that they were gonna do something else, I feel like, like turn it into something else, but I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah, I heard that too, but I mean, everyone just wants warp tour. Yeah, yeah. that's what yeah. they want the warp tour. Absolutely. The parking lots and ninety degree days. Awesome. You can't you can't <laughs> beat that. You can't beat the, you know, hundred and twenty like Phoenix uh sunny days, you know? Those are the best. Just roasting on the asphalt. Yeah. Good times. <laughs> absolutely i i think the last time i did warp tour was in 2012 not 20 yeah 2012 and yeah that that um phoenix state was like insanely hot it was like it was dangerous to be out for very long yeah Um, yeah i've always attended the tinley parks like the chicago days um it gets pretty hot up here too it's been wild i had the incredible opportunity to work the last warp tour um when they just did the three days i was able to um work the table in california and it was really cool because i attended warp tour when i was little and a teenager um and then i got to see hope for the day on warp tour and then i actually got to work at warp tour for hope for the day so it was a very cool full circle moment for that that's awesome yeah Cal- california is a good place it's <laughs> It's it's yeah. it's a good one. Was where was it at in California? Um, it was outside of San Jose. Okay. Um, I don't. Oh, Mountain View. Okay, it's in Mountain View specifically. Um, the grounds that it's on are really cool. There's like an old school theater right across from the entrance. Um, and they like put the sign up on the marquee and everything. It was a very cool thing to come into. That's awesome. To our listeners, if you've ever been to a concert or festival, chances are you've seen a shirt or wristband with Hope for the Day's iconic and unforgettable slogan, it's okay not to be okay. So, Becca, can you tell our listeners a little bit more about what Hope the hope for the Day is about? Yes, for sure. Um, I was looking around to see if I had any wristbands sitting here. I do not, but Hope for the Day is a nonprofit. There we go. <laughs> Um, Hope for the Day is a nonprofit organization. Um, We're based in Chicago, but we operate nationwide. We focus on proactive suicide prevention through mental health education and outreach. Um, So we go into community spaces like schools, like 
um, libraries, community centers, things like that. And we host clinically backed mental health education programming that teaches you how to support your friends and family, how to spot the signs of someone who may be struggling and how to actually access those resources that exist, but are really hard to actually use sometimes. Um, so outside of that, then the outreach side, we go into wherever people ask us to go. We um, just this past weekend, we partnered with a um, group called Limitless Momentum, and they were hosting a car ride. It was like Jeeps and motorcycles um, nice. and some other cars. And then I had another team out at a 5K that happened in Springfield, Illinois. So we partner with a lot of other organizations and then also go out into the music industry. And those opportunities are just about starting the conversation. We're just trying to let people know that it's okay not to be okay, that the more that you talk about what you're going through, the more that other people feel comfortable talking about it. And that's how we save people's lives. Um, so it's really cool. It's um, I really believe in the approach that we take, doing it through the education, outreach, and action. Um, and I think it's a good way to get that message out and break down that stigma. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a incredible thing you guys are doing. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you. How did you first get started with the organization? Um, so I started with the organization actually back in 2017. Um, I needed an internship to graduate from college. Um, and I had lost a friend to suicide when I was a senior in high school um, and it was the first loss that I'd really had that affected me. Um, and so when I was looking for that internship, I started looking for internships for nonprofits, doing mental health or doing suicide prevention, um, looked into a couple other ones, but happened to come across Hope for the Day and see that they were in Chicago, which was where I was going to school at the time, um, and applied for an internship. But, um, actually when I applied, the team was super small, um, and I kind of walked into the office and was just like, hey, I didn't hear back about my application. What's going on? Um, and they were like, oh, you're Becca. Like, it's just us. I'm so sorry. We wanted to get back to you. And I basically was just like, what can I do? <laughs> um, and from there, it was history. I've been with the organization for over seven, for almost seven years now um, and have my first project was um, working on the business plan for our social enterprise coffee shop that we have here in Chicago. Yeah. Um, it's called Sip of Hope. It's the world's mm -hmm. first coffee that 100% of the proceeds come back to our organization to fund our programming. Um, so I worked on that business plan with one other individual, and that was like our first project. That coffee shop is my baby. I love it. Um, we have such a great staff in there, and it's such a welcoming space. Our GM is incredible. Um, and it's just a lot of people that really care about the cause, in my opinion. So um, it's been really cool. I've done a lot of things. Now I am the marketing and events director here, and I pretty much handle all of our public facing stuff, whether it's in person or on the internet. So um, it's awesome. It's a cool opportunity. That's great. Yeah. When I was, I didn't <clears throat> know about Sip of Hope until <clears throat> just recently when I was kind of looking up, looking up some stuff and that's awesome. I'm, I, I've become more of a coffee drinker the older I get, and For sure. uh, and so like anytime there's coffee related stuff, I'm pretty excited about it. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I like to. I always joke about coffee being a little bit like wine. Like you drink, uh, maybe cheaper, more 
fruity drinks at first and you're like, okay, I can, I can get used to this. And then you can actually drink coffee and maybe enjoy it. And you kind of get used Mm -hmm. to it over time. Um, yeah, I, I've learned so much. Our coffee shop's been open for six years now. And I feel like I just keep learning more about not only like the, the products and stuff like that, but the way people are interacting in the shop and the way that we can um, better serve the people that are coming in and making sure people feel comfortable and have the resources that they're looking for too. That's amazing. So what exactly, I mean, you've kind of talked a bit about it, but what sets that coffee shop, like, uh, like what separates that from like a normal coffee shop or like a different yeah. one? For sure. So um, right when you walk in the door, you're met with a resource wall, um, as well as a shelf full of other resources right next to it, because we have, we got so many at a point that we had to add another shelf, but for all kinds of things, it doesn't matter what you're going through. There is probably a pamphlet or a flyer or a card that has resources that you can access. Um, And then also all of our baristas are trained in mental health first aid. So when you're going in there, um, even when I've been there sometimes, when it's super busy, we've had people come in who are having an awful day and they just need someone to talk to. And we've sat, you sit down with somebody and you just have a conversation. You don't have to buy anything to come into our coffee shop. You can come and sit and hang out. It's a place to be where it's comfortable. There's no stigma. Um, And outside of that, we also try to make it very welcoming by inviting a lot of local artists. When you come into the shop, it's covered in art by all Chicago-based artists. really bringing that community element in there. And I just, I think that the vibe in the shop is very welcoming. Um, obviously then the other side of it is that all of our funds come back to our organization. So when we opened, we did a lot of fundraising so that we could open without any overhead. Um, mm-hmm. And obviously we pay our staff out of those funds and do like our operating, but the rest of the funds come back to fund our education that we're doing for free Every month online, you can sign up for those sessions at peervention.org. And it's always available. We also have an e-learning program that's at your own pace. You can go through. It's the exact same as our live sessions. Um, And it's just making information and resources more accessible to people, I think, and teaching people how to actually use them. That's one of the biggest parts is actually you can get handed a card with hotlines or with text lines or whatever on it. But knowing what that experience is going to be like or having to go through that experience alone can make those are barriers to care. Um, so it's about breaking those down and breaking them down in different ways for different individuals. That's amazing that like there there should be way more places like that. Agreed. That's what we think, too. We're hoping. What do you find to be the most challenging or rewarding aspect of having hope for the day at festivals? Um, I would say the most challenging aspect is definitely making sure that our staff is um, feeling comfortable and taken care of. It's um, while being at festivals is so incredible for us and we see the impact of talking to people all day and people wearing our merch or coming to pick up our merch or just stopping by and picking up a a wristband or walking by and taking it from us when we're offering it to people because we are annoying. I know it. I will admit it. We want everybody to take the wristbands and... Um, while it's totally okay to say no, we just, we believe that, that it's a, it's a mark of community that that person cares about other people. Um, and you never, you never know when somebody may need it. You could take it from us and then you could be on the bus or on the train or walking down the sidewalk someday and see somebody who really needs like 
something to cheer them up. Um, but we hear a lot of stories. We hear a lot of personal stories. Um, and it's very heavy work. Um, so when I'm talking about taking care of staff, I'm talking about physically, but I'm also talking about mentally. Um, yeah. because we, we are all, um, none of us are clinicians. That's sure. the other thing about hope for the day, um, is that we are all just people who give a shit or people with lived experience, um, who have lost or have been affected by loss and don't want to see it happen to other people. So while we can handle those conversations and we are comfortable being that peer support person, um, it does get heavy sometimes. So that's definitely the most challenging part is making sure people can step away and take some time to process, take a break, be able to sit in quiet, um, to be able to do it again, because we love doing it. Our events team works so hard and is so incredible. Um, and seeing the impact that we have in real time, that's something that we've been focusing on a little more this year is actually, um, like documenting or taking a second every time that someone does say, thank you so much for being here, or you don't know what, how much of a difference you're making is actually sometimes hearing it so much, you can get desensitized to it. So actually taking a moment to remember what we're doing and the impact that we're making is really important. Yeah. And I mean, that, that you, you got to be able to take time to step back um, and, because working, I work in the mental health field for about 15 years and it weighs on you, you know, it like it, it's, it's heavy and uh, you got to be able to take care of yourself yourself. Cause you can't take care of other people. If you can't take care of yourself. Yep. Yeah. We always say you can't pour from an empty cup. Um, right. Obviously to do with the coffee shop, but um, you, we can't take care of our community if we're not taking care of our employees internally. So that's something right. too that in the past couple of years, our organization has put a lot more focus on is making sure that we're offering good benefits. We have mental health Fridays, the last Friday of every month, just making sure that we're taking care of our staff as much as we're taking care of our community as well. That's awesome. And I also want to comment that on one thing that you said that like really resonated with me because it it's exactly what unsigned pop punk was even started for the fact that you said you're just people that give a shit and that is literally what i say every single time with why unsigned pop punk was started for being in a band it's it's difficult it's hard it's very hard work getting anybody to give a shit including your friends and family and i wanted people to know that we give a shit and that's why we're here. So I yeah. just that that you said that it just like, I was like, yes, I love it. That is something that our founder uh, said a lot and always repeated when we were in places. And that is something that has stuck with me. Even, even with him moving on, I operate off that every day. So. The way to, way to do it. So we got a fun little question that Matt came up with and I, I'm really stoked. on. I like it. So. You're given the opportunity to create a Hope for the Day stage at any festival of your choosing. What festival would you choose and what bands would you want on your stage? Can be big or small, whatever you want. Oh, my gosh. Um, and this okay. can be your personal, your personal. Yeah. 
I'm going to have to say Furnace Fest um, for where it would be. Furnace Fest is in Birmingham, Alabama. It's yeah. a smaller kind of more hardcore fest. Um, but it came back in 2021. It was supposed to come back in 2020, got canceled. Um, yeah. We've been going for the past three years and it's such a community atmosphere. And like, um, I think because it's smaller, but also the grounds are incredible. It's in it's so a cool. landmark, like the giant smokestacks and the fact yeah. that the stage is right next to the pond like it's just so beautiful there we don't mind that drive at all because we know that we're going to such a like nice little beautiful place um so yeah. the furthest fest for sure bands playing on my stage um right now probably movements Okay. Solid. I'm cheating. I'm looking at my Spotify. <laughs> no, um, <you're> good. <laughs> yeah, I I feel that really hard, especially I put you on the spot. Hot Mulligan, uh, okay. uh Paramore because that the most energy and beautiful show of no. all time put on by Paramore. Absolutely. Um they're incredible. And the Wonder Years, probably. Always going to be one of my favorites. Um, also great energy at a show. Mm. And Origami Angel. We're going to put that one on there as the opener. A um, little bit smaller of a band. They also opened for the Wonder Years on their last tour, but they have really fun energy, and I like all their songs. It's just two of them, I believe, yeah. and mm -hmm. it's awesome. They're so good. Great. They're so good. They're great. And uh, yeah, I, I remember seeing the Wonder Years playing on one of the side stages, uh, like when they were still like way smaller. And man, what a trip. They're awesome. Yeah, for sure. Love it. A solid stage. I want to I go. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I wish that was real. I would love that. Well, maybe sometime. <laughs> Never know. Do you have any uh, specific stories or memories uh, from your work with Hope for the Day? Maybe a moment that stuck with you and said, when you said, like, you know, this is exactly why I do this. Oh, my gosh. I feel like when we're at, like, three or four day festivals, that happens at least once. Um, every single time. I think probably the warp tour that I was able to work in Mountain View, the last one, that it was really like a full circle moment for me already. Um, we had an individual come up who shared her story with me and she was just, had a very similar story to me and had lost a friend when she was in, about to graduate high school and it just kind of had an effect on her life overall um, and shared her story with me and we talked for a while um, like sat down over in the other side of the tent, talked for a while. And I just remember that conversation with her because I remember feeling so like that we were similar in our experiences and we're on the same page. Um, but she got up just being like, I'm so glad I met you. Like, I feel like I was supposed to come over here and talk to you. Um, and it was just such a beautiful conversation. So I would say that's one that definitely stands out to me over time. But like I said, it, it definitely happens almost every weekend that we're at a festival because it's it's heavy work, but it's worth it. Yeah. Like people are actually really appreciative. Obviously, we get we get people. There's always a few and a bunch, 
um, who think that mental health isn't real, who look at our tablecloth and laugh or shake their heads, um, or even will come up and try to argue about what we're doing and how we're doing it. Um, and those are some of my favorite conversations to handle because it gives us an opportunity um, in a respectful way, always in a respectful way to ha have the person reflect on the way mm -hmm. that they're thinking about things. Um, I remember specifically, I had a gentleman who came up and he he made a couple comments about not believing in what we were doing or that you should just suck it up, you know, um, boys don't cry kind of vibe. And yeah. but I noticed that he, when he walked up, he had a knee brace on. Um, so I was talking to him for a while, just having a conversation with him. And I was like, sir, I noticed that you're wearing a knee brace. And he was like, yeah, you know, I've had problems with my knees. I've been doing this my whole life. Um, and I said, do you think that you're wearing that because your knee needs a little bit of support sometimes that it's not doing its best and that, and that may help it out. And he was like, well, yeah, for sure. That's why I wear it. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and I, you just take up, you take a pause for a second and wait for it to like catch up. Right. And yeah. then you see the click and he's like, hmm. okay, I will take one of those cards and just like right. walks away with it. And that's the end of the conversation. And that's totally fine. But yeah. It, it's giving the opportunity to have people reflect about how normalized this conversation should be the same way you need that knee brace. Someone may need medicine or someone may need to go to therapy or someone may need whatever it may be. Everybody's toolbox looks a little bit different for dealing with their mental health, but it's about opening the door for that conversation. Um, and like I said, doing it in a respectful way, for sure. I like that. I mean, that's a great, like, great way to get somebody to like look at it too that's yeah nice kudos so we got th this next one's a little wordy because i'm going to kind of like also do some promo for a, a thing that we're doing with y'all so unsigned pop punk and hope for the day we had we're doing a charity event on twitch which is happening september 22nd through the 24th it's a giant giant relay slash raid train with around 20 streamers participating each streamer goes on for an hour or more and then raids directly into the next streamer you're able to donate live on twitch during the stream and all proceeds go to hope for the day so going into my question off of that hope for the day is involved with tons of varying events as you kind of said earlier what kind of events would you say you personally enjoy working at the most? Definitely the festivals and music events. Um, I, with, when I started with Hope for the Day, um, I was working very closely with our founder and he, he had a music business degree. Um, and he, he was a warp Tour person. He was good friends with a lot of them. Um, and that I've, I think because I started going to those environments first, when I started working at Hope for the Day, I was doing a lot of outreach. Um, sure. Those are the ones that I love the most. And I also am somebody who gets really bored of doing, I have ADHD, I can't focus on anything. So I love the fact that my day looks different every single day. Um, I maybe am running to printers and picking up resource cards or finding wristbands or packing boxes for events or being at a festival for four days or making sure that our social media campaign is running right. Um, my my day looks different every single day. So I think that 
the festivals and the music stuff, that's the stuff that I'm most passionate about and really try to, me personally, try to keep our organization's roots in because I believe so strongly that that is what's, there are multiple things, but that is one of the things that is super resonating with people. And that's what people know us for and remember us for. So I love being in those spaces and I think it's important for us to stay in them. Absolutely. We got one more question before we go to a quick break. If you could give our listeners a piece of advice that you know now that you wish you knew when you started your journey, what would it be? Wow. Um, I've said it a few times on this already, I feel like, but ultimately the whole, the more we talk about it, the more we realize we're not alone. Mm-hmm. that is the most like that is the thing that resonates with me the most about anything that we do because you see the live effect of like you may not notice it immediately but the people who maybe are more open about their mental health on social media or are talking about it in person that there are people actually reaching back out to them. I know me personally that like when I post stuff about Hope for the Day or I'm sharing our resources or things like that, it's not immediate, but a couple months down the road, I have people messaging me and being like, hey, I saw you shared this thing. So-and-so is going through this thing. Do you think that this may be good? Um, And actually seeing that live effect of when you talk about it, it subconsciously makes it okay for the other person to speak up and have that conversation. Um, So honestly, it seems so simple, but that's probably what it is. And that's great advice. My dog is just like going going nuts with me. Go away. Go away. Sorry. That's okay. (laughs) She is being so needy right now. She's like sitting next to me with her paws crossed. We love dogs. It's okay. Always welcome. Mara, you got to go. Go that way then. Thank you. I mean, that's an incredible piece of advice. I mean, the just the slogan of it's, it's okay to not be okay. Like, it's so powerful, you know, because so it's, you know, so it's hard. It's, it's hard out there every day. Uh, and it's, it, it is, it's, it's okay. It's okay to have a bad day. It's okay to, to not feel great every single day. Like, it's that's okay, okay to talk about it. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think Pat kind of adding on what Becca said, like, it's, it's great that, to feel like you're not alone. Like yeah. you get so caught up in wanting, you know, it's I'm alone. I'm the, it's only me, but then, mm-hmm. you know, you're not, you're not alone. <laughs> there are people who are but out there. Nobody this. else feels the way I feel. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's one of not to go the opposite way, but that's one of the coolest things I think about streaming and Twitch is that, a lot of people um, who are who are on Twitch or streaming or in that community, um, maybe they they are people who feel like nobody else understands or they don't have anybody, but they have all these people in this community. Um, yeah. And especially for me, seeing the growth that we've had with streaming and the people who resonate with our message through the streaming community, um, also creating a network there of all like you see that there are other people streaming for us so you know that those are people that also care about it or like you guys doing the raid like there are what 20 people that you know all of those people 
are streams that you can pop into when you're feeling alone and just chat or watch or hang out. And that person is going to be welcoming to you. So I think that that's one of the coolest things too. I, yeah, I think the, the whole like streaming generation is, I think it's great. I love it because most of those people that even started streaming, like felt like they were alone. They were just like loners, but they're playing video games in their bedroom. And now they have, they're playing video games in their bedroom with other people from around the world. Yeah, for sure. It's a, it's awesome. I, I'm stoked on it. I, I like the way things are going. (laughs) So with that, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with our next segment. What's up friends? We're super stoked to tell you that we just partnered with G Fuel. And let me tell you, there is no more pop punk beverage on the market right now than G Fuel. G Fuel keeps you energized, focused, and hydrated. If you go to gfuel.com right now and use code UNSIGNEDPOPPUNK, you're going to save 20% off your entire order. You can get it in the tub form and have 40 freaking servings of flavors like Rick and Morty's Unstable Portal Fluid, which is a delicious strawberry limeade, or get something in the can form like Sonic's Peach Rings or Crash Bandicoot's Wumpa Fruit. Go to gfuel.com and check it out for yourself. Let us know what your favorite flavor is. And once again, don't forget to use our code UNSIGNEDPOPPUNK to save 20%. It's a heck of a deal, man. And we're back. Thank you so much for sticking around. We are hopping into the ever popular food for thought segment where we talk about food and food adjacent. And (laughs) I mean, it's true. And like, yeah. Now, Becca, there's there's a purpose for this. There is a reason (laughs) that we have this. And it was because... um, we our original segment was just our called our obscure questions segment and 90% of the time we just asked things about food and we would talk about food and so we kind of decided let's just switch it straight up to a food question segment so we thought food for thought because everybody eats everybody likes food and it's and it's a fun it's just fun. Yeah, I love it. I agree. So, with that, you already talked about your love for music festivals. So, what would you say is your festival food essential? Um a good coffee truck, for sure. And always a little bit frustrated when the coffee truck doesn't open before the gates open because all of the vendors want coffee too, but then you get stuck in the line of all of the people and you can't go do your job. Um, (laughs) So that's always a struggle. Got to find a good coffee place. That's the first one on the list. But um, other than that, I am a very safe, like it's risky. Got to play it safe at festivals. You never know what you're going to get. I am a classic chicken tenders of any kind and French fries kind of person because you can't really screw that up. Um, Otherwise, a pulled pork or chicken sandwich is a go-to. I'm a big barbecue person, so. That's fair. I would would also maybe throw like pizza on that because it's (laughs) really hard to screw that up. I mean, it's a pretty safe choice. May not be great, but it's still going to be pizza. 
I just think about like picking up a piece of pizza at a festival and just like grease dripping <laughs> off of it. People are like patting their pizza with napkins. Oh yeah. Well, you gotta <laughs> have the patties, of course. <laughs> what region of the country do you believe has the best food? That's a hard question. Um, like I said, with festivals, I'm kind of a safe food person overall. So it's, I live in Chicago. I'm going to just default to Chicago because we have great food here. There is yeah. never a shortage of great food. You can't go. You could go any day and pick like a type of food that you want and find a great new place that you haven't been to before. Um, and I think that that's really cool. Otherwise, I, to be completely fair, I think that food is the same for the most part. Like, I don't know what it is, but <laughs> I feel like you could, if you want a burger, you could give me any burger and it is not going to be any different to me. <laughs> I don't really have a preference or like pizza. No pizza is going to be different to me. They are all the same. Um, yeah. So it's hard that's a hard question for me to answer because I'm such a weird, like picky eater. I feel like. That is a very interesting, like thought process for sure. I uh, know my partner and I <laughs> talk about it frequently. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, since you're like, this isn't one, a question we even had on, but since you are from Chicago, yes. let's, you know, ketchup, not ketchup. Yeah. Ketchup. On hot dogs what what what's the thought i'm gonna get vetoed from the island but i am a ketchup only person on a hot dog i like am always the person that makes the person giving me the hot dog laugh or like soft roll their eyes because i'm like ketchup only nothing else i will take it thank you um so yeah i'm definitely getting voted off the chicago island <laughs> That one. It's a, you know, I want you to know that we have interviewed many people from Chicago, <laughs> many, many, and trust me, there's only a select few that we've interviewed that are like, I, no. I'm done with you. If you put ketchup, I'm done with you. you know, like for the most part, they're like, I don't care. I, I don't care, but what, whatever <laughs> it's ketchup, like it or don't like it. For sure. I personally, I I gotta have ketchup on, on my hot dog. I feel like... Yes. I mean, I also, you know, I like mustard or, like, relish or, you know, I like piling. I like flavors. Mm -hmm. You know, I like piling things on, but I'm not gonna have a hot dog with just mustard or relish and shit and no ketchup. That sounds terrible. I like that take. Always gotta have the ketchup. Gotta, it's at least gotta have ketchup. So, yes. We're in agreement there. Yes. Okay. Next question is, you're stand, stranded on a desert, deserted island. <laughs> I read that as like a dessert island. I was like, oh man. Incredible. That sounds question. like That's a, a great question too. A dessert island, but you're stranded on a deserted island, but you have an unlimited supply of three different kinds of foods. What are you going to choose? Kinds? So like an overall category? 
Yeah. Okay. Italian Three. food. Okay. Okay. Pasta of all kinds, any kind. Um, American food. <laughs> so pizzas, hot dogs, burgers, chicken tenders, and French fries. Um, <laughs> and I'm also. We don't even need three. I don't need, yeah, I don't, I don't I even think I need the third one. Need I think I'm good with that, honestly. I mean, and let's be honest. I mean, you, you, you hit the jackpot when you stood, when you took up the American food, because it's all just stolen anyway. You know, <laughs> yes. it's basically everything falls under that want. category. That's why I don't need the third one. Yeah, it's all American food at this point because <laughs> we've taken it. Because, <laughs> I mean, Technically, I guess you could even go with like Tex Mex because that's part American. It's true. I cheated the system. I'm sorry. You did. I'm. I'm thoroughly impressed. Like, <laughs> that's that's the way to go, right there, Matt. We got we got to think. We got to think on our strategy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Matt's probably like, well, that's not exactly what I meant. That's fine. But, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> But that is it for the food for thought segment. This one is significantly shorter. But now it's time for the final segment, which is rapid fire questions. Friendships will be tested. Rapid fire questions. You're just going to speak from the heart. You're going to shoot from the hip. Whatever's the first thing that you think of, just let your heart decide. You ready? Let's do it. Okay. Mountain Dew or Mel Yellow? Mountain Dew. Horror or comedy movies? Horror. This one's random, but what is the most random item that you have within reach right now? (laughs) There's so much shit on my desk, to be fair. Uh, Perfect. Most random item? Probably this guy. Um... I'm going to knock everything off my desk, but oh, I have That's awesome. I have this uh plastic T-Rex head. Um our finance director used to jokingly call me my name is Becca. Um my friends sometimes call me Bex and he jokingly called me T-Bex um when I needed something from him and I was being a little bit uh aggressive about it. Um <laughs> so he started calling me T-Bex, so I got Got a T-Rex skull to sit in the back of my screen to remind him. What up, T-Bex? I like that. <laughs> like that's it. A good... Yeah, it was a good I one. Like... I was like, that was a great, I'm into that yeah. nickname. I'm going to keep that one. Thank you. That, that like, makes me think of, like, any random, like, nickname I come up for people. Because I just say, just, I say the dumbest mm-hmm. crap sometimes. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I'm proud of that. I, I, that's a good one. That's a great nickname. I've okay. never had a good nickname. Because mine, like I'm, I'm Patrick. So, I mean, all of mine are like stolen. I got, I've, I have people that say like P dids, P diddy. You know, it's already stolen. Nothing. And I also gotta say that of all the times we've asked this question now, I think T Rex skull might be my favorite. My oh, favorite totally. so far. I think that it's that, like that, it's like little candy bowl too. Like I, <laughs> I love it. That, that is by far the coolest random item we've seen. That's like thank if, you. A top ten list. That's like number one right now. That's the one to beat. 
that's the one to beat. We'll let we'll let everybody know too. They're coming for me. That's the one to beat. Okay, Cartoon Network or Nickelodeon? Cartoon Network. Thin crust or regular crust pizza? Thin crust. Lindsay Lohan or Tara Reid? Lindsay Lohan. Nice. That's the right answer. Freaky Friday. Uh, oh, so many. Mean Girls? <laughs> Come on. Uh, we got two left. Newfound Glory or MXPX? Newfound Glory. Okay, and this last one, I'm going to test your jingles knowledge, but you've got it. You can do this. Can you sing for us the O'Reilly Auto Parts jingle? I just, in my head, all I have is like, auto parts, ding. That, I mean, yeah, that is the ending of it, for sure. (laughs) I got, it's probably just O'Reilly auto parts, ding, but. uh, It's the O, 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 O'Reilly auto parts. Wow. Yep. See, my brain only registered the last half. That was was the part that was interesting to my brain, so. You had it. Well, don't worry. I'll make sure we'll we'll play it. <laughs> you know, we should try and get O'Reilly Auto Parts, honestly, at this point, to be sponsoring all of these episodes. I mean, there's so, been a hundred episodes. This free advertising for them. Right. Absolutely. But that is it. You have finished the podcast. Now's your chance. Just let everybody know what you got going on, where they can find Hope for the Day, and what's next. Cool. Um, So September is actually Suicide Prevention Month. So we're doing stuff all month long. Um, We have a fun little challenge going on on social media that we have 30 different things that you can do to check in with either yourself, your friends, your family. Um, They're just very simple tasks that are ways to remind you that community care is a part of suicide prevention. Um, So it's things like mail a card to a friend or like send a friend a funny video or maybe it's just like listen to an album that you enjoy um so we are doing that in a way that anybody can do any of the tasks during the 30 days um so that's super fun we have all the templates and like the tasks on our social media page we are at hope for the day on all of the platforms um And then on top of that, we have education happening all month. Um, All of our education listings are at peervention.org. So the reason that it's like that is because all of, like I mentioned, all of our education is peer-to-peer. So we consider it peervention programming. Um, And it's a really cool way to take that approach. So got that stuff going on. We're about to be at Furnace Fest again in two weeks. Um, It's our last festival for the season. And then we're actually going to be at TwitchCon in... Um, the end of October as well. So we're super excited to be there and connect with a bunch of streamers actually in person, see some people that have streamed for us before um, and meet some new people as well. So super exciting couple months coming up. Uh, Lots of ways to take action and learn more. That sounds fantastic. I'm very jealous of of the Furnace Fest. I was hoping to go this year, but not this year. We're giving away two tickets on our social media right now. So if you go to our Instagram page, you can tag somebody in the comments. I'm going to draw on Friday morning. Um, You just have to be following us on socials and tag a friend that you want to take with you. So definitely go drop a comment if you want to win those tickets. Go drop a comment. I I'm, I mean, I'm going <laughs> to. I think you should. I will. Matt, you could be my plus one, baby. Thanks, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> cool 
What'd you say, Matt? I've always wanted to be your plus one. <laughs> You're always my plus one. <laughs> well, Becca, thanks so much for hanging out with us. Uh, this was awesome. It was very insightful. Um, everybody make sure go follow them on all social medias. Go see what they're up to. Um, go see them at Fest. Go talk to them. Just do it. It's awesome. Everything they We're do is friendly. great. We don't buy it. You can tell us no to the wristbands. It's okay, but we're just here to have a good time with everybody else at festivals and enjoy the atmosphere in the community. So we always want to meet new people. Definitely stop by and say hi. Anyone I have ever met from a Hope for the Day tent has been nothing but a, a, a pleasure to meet. That's so, so good to hear. So, yeah. Thank you so much. Well, thank you. Thanks so much for hanging out again. And Matt and I, you can hang out with us. We're going to continue on into the Unsigned Pop Punk News. And you can hear that after this jingle right here. Mary and I will be doing the Unsigned Pop Punk News today. <laughs> we want to hear from you, though. What was your favorite part of the show? Have you met um, Hope for the Day at a festival? Have you you know, been on Twitch with them? Let us know. What was your favorite part? Um the easiest way for you to let us know is either um, is on Discord. You can click the link either above or below or to the side or wherever it is. But look for the link that says Discord. We want to hang out with you. And the best place to hang out with us is Discord. Mira, what do you what do you have to say? Discord's a great place to hang out. It's got a good community, and I'm a good girl. <laughs> Awesome. That's exactly what I was going to say as well. Yeah. <laughs> also, if you didn't know, we have a gender equality shirt. And that gender equality shirt, 15% of every sale of that shirt um, will be donated to the Trevor Project, whose mission is to help end suicide among LGBTQ youth. So very similar to what the uh, Hope for the Day, this is also another organization that helps end suicide um, among LGBTQ youth. So help us in supporting the amazing cause and saving young LGBTQ lives. Matt, tell them about the emo prom. Well, Mayor, I'm glad you said, I'm glad you mentioned that. We have emo prom coming up on October, what was it, 7th? October 7th. 7th, up in Superior, Wisconsin at Pat's old post office. You can go to, to unsigned.punk slash events and buy tickets today, and you too could be crowned the king and queen of emo prom. Again, October 7th at the old post office in Superior, Wisconsin, which is right across the river, the lake, the body of yeah. water from Lake the Superior. Lake Superior. So if you're if you're on the ocean and you want to come, I'm sure you can find the channels to get from the ocean to Superior, Wisconsin. <laughs> we also talked about in the episode about our Twitch, twitch.tv slash unsigned pop punk. We are doing a special raid train event with um Hope for the Day. Mm -hmm. So what that is, is if you were to go, um, you just basically get to stay in one stream. And then when that stream finishes, you just get transported to the next one. So all you have to do is join the first one and then you'll be they'll be taken care of the rest of the way. If you want to join that and you want to help donate that, that's happening between September 22nd and 24th. Um, you can find more information about that on our socials. 
as well. We also have our weekly shows on Tuesday. We have New Music Friday on Tuesday, where we, where Super Gibby, the host with hostess with the mostest, listens <laughs> to all, um, listens to all our new music from the previous week, and you kind of interact. You can get your first taste of that playlist on Wednesday. We have the Super Awesome Music Video Show. No, we don't. That's on Thursday. On Wednesday, yeah. though, is the top ten music video countdown, which we rank you can vote for your favorites at um our our link and then we'll count them down 10 to 1 on Wednesdays and then Thursday we have our super awesome music video show at 7 p.m. on Twitch thank you so much becca for from hope for the day for hanging out with us thank you matt for being the host wait i'm matt <laughs> <laughs> thank you pat. pat normally does this thank you pat thank you mara for apparently being my co-host for the thank you super giving thank you for being the hostess with the mostest thank you lawrence crow for all of our artwork thank you mr kiwi from electric kiwi ross ross thank you thank you ross from electric kiwi for giving us our excellent website and doing our all our excellent website needs and thank you to you, the listener, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to me talk to a dog for the last five minutes. I love you. Pat loves you, I think. See I do. I do, totally. Miro wants her chair back. <laughs> Look, Pat's back after I've already done the whole news thing. <laughs> <laughs> Did the whole news thing. But. You did it. See you all, everyone. Have a wonderful Bye. evening. We'll talk to you next Monday. Goodbye. Thank you so much for checking out the show. Please hit that like, subscribe, or follow button so you never miss an episode. And thank you so much to those of you who already are. Check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or anywhere else you stream your podcasts. If you're in the position to help us grow and like behind-the-scenes access and exclusive shows, Head on over to our Patreon at www.patreon.com slash unsignedpoppunk. Let us know in the comments who you'd like to see on the show and what other content you'd like to see. Thank you all so much.